Release the Snyder Cut of the JFK assassination, goddammit. <laughs> I want the Snyder Cut of Scent of a Woman. I want the Snyder Cut of Donner Superman. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Rubbish. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. I'm smart and hot, and I know how to solve puzzles. <laughs> Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Casey? We're switching it up from last month, which was Monster Mash. It's Monster Mash, and we're doing something a little less scary and a lot hotter with Femme Fatale Month. You know, James Bond is cool, but like he'd be a lot cooler with lipstick and tits. You know what I mean? I don't disagree. Could you imagine Sean Connery with lipstick and tits? Statement retracted. (laughs) No, I'm just picturing him in Zardos, and he's just like has big hairy mommy milkers, and I hate every second of it. Thank you. So last week, we rounded out the month with Constantine. Mm. This week, Jay is kicking it off mm-hmm. with a question mark classic. <laughs> Jay, what did you what did you do to us? Ooh, I took us back to 2001 with Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider. It is another video game adaptation, which is a, a hallmark of shitty cinema, right? It's not something we've uh, ever seen before. <sighs> Jay, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. Uh, So you have decided to treat yourself. You're on vacation in Cambodia visiting some ancient tombs. Yeah. Okay. This is great. Yeah. You know, these are some historic sites. Um, They've been here for centuries in some cases, if not longer. Uh, And you're particularly particularly excited about seeing some ancient Buddha statues on the outside of these tombs. They're, they're really, really beautiful. They're cultural treasures. Unfortunately... I'm looking for a wild Tony Yaw sighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Lara Croft's in the area, um, and she is a British archaeologist, which means she comes from the school of destroy the statue to save the trinket. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so you're checking out this statue, and uh, you didn't even notice the ropes yanking all around you. That's kind of on you. You've got about 10 seconds before this ancient Buddha statue comes down on top of you. In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. What if a female James Bond was the star of Raiders, except instead of Nazis and the Ark of the Covenant, it's the Illuminati and time travel? Seven seconds? Maybe eight. I'm so glad you brought up female James Bond, though, because... <laughs> It's hard not to. This is just mm-hmm. like, what if we put a, a female James Bond in Raiders of the Ark, but swapped out, not we palette swap Nazis for the Illuminati and palette swap the Ark of the Covenant for a time-traveling triangle. Illuminazis. <laughs> Case, you know that if I'm in Cambodia on vacation, you're with me. And while I'm obviously oblivious to the statue about to crush down on us, you're heroically trying to save us. Because oh, I thought I was welcoming death. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. Casey, you're just going to like jump up and try and grab it like the Hulk and stop it, except yeah. you're not the Hulk, and you're going to get crushed mm. too. So in the 10 seconds before you go out, try to be a hero. Sell us on this movie. 
Angelina Jolie's stuffed bra goes on an ancient Cambodian panty raid just to see her deadbeat dad. Dead ass. Six misses. <laughs> <laughs> Six seconds. Wow. Wow, Case. That, um. Dead ass. <laughs> I hated this. I feel like you hit all the salient points, though. Really. Yeah. I hated yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Cambodian dead daddy, right? <laughs> if we're going to raid this tomb, the tomb that is this film, and, and the way that it made us feel, we're going to need to go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. I want to spray it with raid. <laughs> hey, guys. Did you know that Lara Croft is the Tomb Raider? No. What? Ask me how I know. How Ask would me you how know I know that? she is. How? Yeah, yeah. How? If only some dialogue would tell us. Because the film repeatedly just calls her that, and uses that term, and uses that phrase over and over and over, as though nobody has any idea what film they're here to watch. Yeah, we didn't see the title card. We gotta <laughs> sneak it in there a few more times. And, to be fair, they also call Daniel Craig's character, Alex, a Tomb Raider, all the goddamn time. And he's the competition, so like, you know, they just want to make sure you know that these ain't your daddy's archaeologists. These are some cool guy Tomb Raider archaeologists, right? Are they? I guess Laura's got that vibe, right? Her adventure starts in a ginormous English mansion when she is awoken in the middle of the night to the sound of a clock ticking. Because apparently she doesn't own a single fucking clock. Like, if I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard a clock ticking, I would assume that I'm in a house with clocks. Maybe she thought it was her biological clock, and that's why she had to go in and destroy a door. (laughs) (laughs) And then she adopted a baby about it in real life after this movie. So it was her biological clock. We solved the the fucking, the mystery. Really, I think she just wanted an excuse to smash open part of her wall, because, you know. Fair. Don't you? Yes. Sometimes? Yes. Yes. But after smashing it open, not only does she find the ticking clock... It contains a magical artifact. Ooh. Yeah. See, the clock has a mechanism inside it that is the key to retrieving two halves of the Triangle of Light, an ancient artifact that can control time, I guess. Oh, and you know who's after the Triangle of Light? It's everybody's favorite secret society, the Illuminati, led by Jay-Z. I was really hoping you were going to say the Red Hat Society, because those clowns are (laughs) terrible tippers. And honestly, they need to turn back time and rethink their whole life. Fortunately for Lara, when they do attack her, she survives, but they happen to make off with the clock. Lara tracks them down to Cambodia, where the Illuminati have hired her old boyfriend, Alex. They know the location of the first half of the triangle, but Lara arrives to help them retrieve it. She makes off with the triangle piece, while the Illuminati keeps the OG clock. It's like the hottest antiques roadshow ever. (laughs) (laughs) Followed up by the bombshell revelation that Lara's daddy was also an Illuminati. My daddy. Yeah, no, no shit. Yeah. You right, have tribal yeah. artifacts on display in your home. Yeah, no, they're British, though. They just steal shit. Yeah, they're Illuminati. Right. Mm. However, this whole revelation ends up leading to a partnership of convenience. So Laura ends up partnering with the Illuminati uh, to retrieve the second half of the triangle. And to do that, they have to travel to a crater in Siberia, the dead zone. Lara finds the triangle just as the Illuminati experiences a coup, including the death of her semi-boo, Alex. If only she can figure out how to combine the triangles in reverse time. Good news, Dave. We're at the climax of the film. So she does exactly that. Thank God. Not about her doing that, just that we're at the climax of the film. Yeah, in fact, she gets to go back in time 
Uh, she uses that to have a quick chat with Daddy, and then reverses Alex getting stabbed. Uh, yeah. uh. You know. To finish up, she goes one-on-one with the baddie and then escapes the collapsing temple by dog sledding, but without a sled. It's like extreme sports sledding. I mean, I was into it. It was cool. I'll give her that. Right, you know, I'd like to try it. Back in England, Laura wears a dress because she's now a lady, question mark? I don't don't understand that at all. What? But she's still a gun-toting robot fighting lady because, you know, Tomb Raider. Because Tomb (laughs) Raider. Back to that. That's the name of the movie. Oh, I wish they would have used it at one point in the movie so that I would know what I was I wonder why it's called that. I don't know. I have no idea. Archaeology. Is it what Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider have taught us? No. It's a bunch of nerds doing nerd shit. Yeah, nah. Yeah, they didn't, like, I didn't see anyone with, like, a little fan brush brushing (laughs) any ancient art. They just are, like, raw-dogging artifacts with their hands and shit. Not giving a shit. Think about how they enter the first temple. They just hook hooks to a fucking wall of it that's a statue carved into it and rip it down. Yeah, what did they give those villagers that would make them cheer? Like, we're destroying our own culture, yay! (laughs) Just like, everybody gets a a three-foot pool in their backyard. Like, oh, fucking bet. I'll help, okay. Okay. It's hot. So, to the movie's credit, it's not an uncommon archaeology with air quotes tactic, especially for a British archaeologist. And the locals (laughs) were fine with it. Because when they sh- the British showed up, their countryside was lousy with these statues. So, like, okay, whatever, you want to give us some money to yoink it down. Now, not to the movie's credit, mostly by 2001, it wasn't. <laughs> also, also, though, this guy that was coming to have them yank down the statues brought his own, like, settee to sit on and watch them work. So they're going to assume he's rich. Yeah, like... It was iffy to have this entrance technique in Indiana Jones, and that was fucking World War II. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. 2001, that statue was worth so much more archaeologically than anything they were going to find inside. Uh, I mean, yes. And Laura just goes through the back. She finds a place where there's some butterflies flying in, and she crawls right in. So uh, they didn't try hard enough, question mark? Okay, let's just jump in and talk about this whole scene in this Cambodian temple because I have questions. I did not play the Laura Croft games. Um, oh, okay. Not at all. I've, I've never None played them? them. All right. <clears throat> None of them. Um, so wasn't it originally for PC? PS1, baby. Yeah, it was PS1. PS1. Oh, yeah. Like, no, it sorry. came out for PC eventually. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But it first came I out was it was for the PlayStation. I was Final Fantasying my life away. Anyway. So I have a question, like I watching this movie, I thought it was going to be more of a realistic. I didn't know there's going to be magical elements. I thought it was just going to be like, ooh, puzzles and tricksies. So I didn't expect a giant moving statue to happen, much less a bunch of like flying monkey statues and blah, blah, blah. So monkey soldiers, uh, there's some like dog like monkeys with wing statues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've played any of the the original Tomb Raiders, but I do remember them jumping the shark into magical shit pretty quick in that series. Okay, so it stays with the game. That's good to know. Um, yeah, and fighting statues like Lara Croft. You'll you'll notice in this film at no point does Lara Croft ever shoot anyone. 
she uh, isn't like um, James Bondy in that way, right? Or Indy in that way, where Indy just straight up kills people. Uh, Lara Croft is not. She's um, a bit, despite dual wielding fucking pistols, uh, she's less murderous, I guess. Yeah, she. That it is odd that uh, we get a lot of scenes of her with her guns out. But she really only uses them to murder a couple of robots that she owns. So, yeah. like, whatever. That's fine, yeah. I guess. Right. Uh, but, yeah, she, she does mostly use them as tools. And it it does feel like a vid- very video gamey sequence. Actually, remembering Tomb Raider, the only way they would have been more accurate would have involved Angelina Jolie killing a lot of animals. And, like, I don't really want to see that. So I'm glad they <laughs> No. That. <laughs> That's a good no. Point. Statues it, is fine. You fought a lot of, like, tigers and monkeys and shit. And it is a bit platformy. Like... I super dig the set at at this temple because the set's really cool and it has um, ancient elements and and in the middle is a giant Buddha statue with swords and forearms and it makes no sense and I don't really care. It's got three faces. But um, and it probably makes sense in some religious context that I'm ignorant of. So, but it, what's cool about it is that it fucking gets up and it's like two stories tall with four giant fucking swords and that is some legit video game shit and I dig it. Yeah, man, the ancient engineering in this temple is on fucking point. On point. Yeah. This thing is insane. Right. I also, I just love uh, all of the like ridiculous, weird Indiana Jones style elements, like the giant beam that swings down and has to just oh barely God. boop a cylinder to open <laughs> things. I'm so upset with that scene. Thank you for bringing it up because. So it's almost like a a big door knocker, you know, like when the police try to raid your house. And so it's up on some ropes and they got to cut the ropes and it's supposed to swing down and poke open this glass bulb of juice. Because it's a bad bowl of juice. (laughs) It's a bad bowl of juice. It's stagnant. So as it swings down the first time, it just barely misses by a cunt here. And it swings back. And the guys on the ground that are supposed to be like, very educated, yada yada, like, oh, come on, come on, it can make it this time. No, it cannot. That's not how <laughs> physics works. It's not how momentum works. I did not pass that class, but I do know that. So Laura Croft decides she's going to get on it with all 118 pounds of her, which is not going to help because we're on, like, the fourth swing now, and she's trying to, like, swing and rock it, but she's yeah. doing it wrong. Yeah, she pumps J- wrong. Like, it yeah, she that's what happens when, you know, your deadbeat, deadass dad dies and doesn't teach you how to swing or <laughs> physics. She she pumps right on the uh, – when it's heading down, she pumps correctly. She drops down, but she doesn't stand back up after it hits the apex to push it forward to transfer that right. momentum. So she actually sucks energy from it on, on the up. But yeah. High school science teachers, please add us. We want to go <laughs> in a hole with you. Right. Okay, I'm so – I'm sure someone has fucking figured it out. Some, someone let's just – Let's roll past that. You know, Let's I, try to forgive that. Okay. Real quick, though. Maybe that was supposed to be a subtle nod to the video game where you could just kind of press A at any point within a really wide window and it would just go <laughs> fine. We're moving on. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll allow that. We'll allow that. But here's what I can't stomach or fathom. After that, there's a whole ass... We're fighting flying monkeys. Everybody's just like capping these stone soldiers coming out of nowhere that are just like crumbling to dust. You don't have to shoot them. You just push them or touch them and they just like disintegrate, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the scene goes on for a long statues. time. 
that's when all of a sudden big bad daddy statue stands up because you spilled his juice and he's starting to chase Laura. Here's where the problem therein lies. This door knocker is still swinging at full fucking capacity, which she then with her 103 pounds because she sweated off 15 (laughs) kicks it and it goes off track and kills the big bad guy. That's not how physics works. That's yeah. not how anything works. Okay, she jumps and double kicks it. I think you forget. Yeah. Oh, the there time. were two right. yeah. size six bird feet. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's so thin. She's not moving that thing. Uh, probably not much. No, no. Her legs are the size of my biceps. It She's got Midwest barks. biceps. So I guess in the movie's defense, the, the idea is that the... Uh, the rope snap and the imbalance causes it to hook harder and smash into the statue. And I guess we could give him that. I mean, again, it's it's a video game movie, right? That thing is at rest by now. <laughs> we yeah, had probably. a ten minute fight sure. sequence. It's resting. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig counts down from sixty seconds over three minutes. So yeah. sure. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. It has no more potential energy left. Anyway. I'm really something about this really upset you to the point that you're <laughs> yes. digging into parts of your brain you haven't in a long time. I know. I love it. Ninth grade science. What the fuck? I just immediately dismissed all of that as video game bullshit. <laughs> it's very Indiana Jonesy too. Yeah, you know, Indiana Jones uncharted like this is this is a well-established trope. I love the end of that because the end of that is her running out a, a tube that's like, I don't know, uh, a story up, right? And and there's one of the uh, statue dogs chasing her. And just as she jumps out of the temple, and it jumps out of the temple, it explodes. I guess there's like a, a barrier, a magical barrier it that can't it can't cross. leave. Yeah. Right, right. In a very Indiana Jones fashion. Except this is a huge statue that breaks apart into giant rocks flying. So if there's yes. anybody down there, if they show the wide shot of that, I'm sure it just murders some of the people that are just milling about down there that rocks are raining down on them. Also, also, everybody that was just in the tomb fighting for their literal fucking life, Daniel <laughs> Craig and bad guy, they're back on the outdoor patio furniture waiting for her to just shoot out of there. Yeah, sitting down casually. Resting. <laughs> and there's like fruits and cheeses. And I'm like, okay, you couldn't not hit the craft table, craft services table? I mean, didn't Indiana Jones fire off a tank pretty willy-nilly and then like abandon an airfield that he'd left a warplane just idling in gear on? <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, that's fair. We, there's a reason we never zoom the camera out in these things. <laughs> the consequences disappear the second the camera's off them. <laughs> yeah. See Daniel Craig suffocating in a Siberian sinkhole. Yeah. I, in case, I guess the Siberian sinkhole, right, is the next very similar scene because that is also another combination of Indiana Jones sets and video game elements all in one. So, yes, let's let's dive down that hole because I <laughs> dove down a different hole because in this Siberian cave where the time machine is at, there's a time storm and blah, blah, blah. It's basically like they took 
the steampunk parts of Casper the movie and then combined <laughs> it with that fair ride, the monster. Yeah. And yeah. we're just like, okay, what if we made that? And then like you see a bunch of fucking idiots climb up on there and get squished. And I was like, this is why carnies don't work on the rides when they're still moving. <laughs> Or the skilled ones can do it because, you know, they've seen this happen before. And it's like a, it's a solar system. It, there's this giant sun in the middle with yeah, some kind of it's light a emanating ride. from it. And then there are planets that revolve around it on multiple arms. Yeah, but it's cool because some people get squished by it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, and they're really bad squishes too. Yeah. They cut a shot. You could see them coming and they just don't do anything. They're like, oh, no. Oh, my God, what should I do? Right, right. Like, let go and fall into the safety of water? No. Even the guy that gets knocked off into the water, I guess we're supposed to assume that he's, like, concussed or something. But it hits him in the chest. So... Yeah, I thought he was dead, and then he wasn't. I just was... That that whole scene was boring as fuck, and all I could think about was how much I wanted to go to Cedar Point and, like, ride some spinny rides. (laughs) That's all I want. I wanted to ride in it. It did. It was a very video gamey sequence, but it did come off a lot more yeah. like Disneyland ride. Maybe I, I'll upgrade it to Universal Studios. We'll give it that. Okay, but the roll- rotating solar system was very video gamey. It felt like yeah, a yeah. platformer, and Lara Croft climbing on it to only find the special spot to hook the clock so that she could get sucked into the sun. A thing they never explain. Feels very video gamey. They don't even like gesture toward an explanation of her magically getting sucked in. Also, why didn't we get to see her skin disappear and her implants like we did with the dog that jumped through the time slip? Oh, were they okay, so they have time storms, which are these weird anomalies, um, where it looks like there's like a predator moving in space. No, it looks like a dandelion. It's a floating dandelion. I guess, yeah. And then a dog jumps through it and you can see it like an X ray, like it its skin disappears and you can see its muscle and bones and I don't understand how that's time travel. X-rays are time travel. I think it was supposed to be like when Lara went into it, she was entering semi-correctly. So she does do time travel and the dog got swiped by it. It wasn't time travel. It was getting time fucked with. So okay. it just gets, you know, I don't want them to explain yes. it, I guess. I, I agree. don't care enough. Oh, I agree. That. Oh, I agree. Hashtag time cop did it better i'll say it also also speaking of time cop all i could think of the whole time is a better bad guy would have been van damme and that's oh, who, yeah. who we deserved that's who we deserved as the illuminati baddie i agree with you casey i wish it would have been played by van damme he is a decent villain this illuminati guy that, that leads yeah. the coup he's also kind of forgettable like i guess what i, what I want to say is the actor has a couple of really memorable scenes when he's examining the clock as a lawyer and when they're in the Illuminati church and uh, and they're talking about, like, Lara's relationship with her father and the chairs. Those two scenes he's deliciously evil in. And I love him. And the rest of it, he's mostly forgettable. Yeah, I needed more camp. Right, right. I needed more fun from him. Which he has in that. Like, in the in, – so in the scene where he's examining the clock, he's examining a picture of it. And he's also trying to flirt with Lara. And it's really – cheesy and ham-handed but it's like i like, wish you would have brought the real thing right right and how he talks about how he is amused at his ignorance i'm right? delighted it's such yeah a no, terrible it gets line. weird and he is I love so it. forgettable 
that <laughs> I had to just pull up the IMDb page to remember who the fuck the bad guy of this was. Because, like, really all I think about is uh, Angelina Jolie and Daniel Craig. And right. I completely lost right. him. And actually, it's Ian Glenn. Like, he's Jorah Mormont from the fucking yeah. Game of Thrones show. Half this cast is in Game of Thrones. Fair. Half of all actors and British actresses people were are. in Game of Thrones at some point. But also, he's one of the primary antagonists of the Resident Evil film series. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is why, like, in which is why I said in a couple of scenes, he is good. He is good. It's just the, yeah. the character itself is mostly forgettable. Because there's just too goddamn many. Like, <laughs> sure. we don't need all of these other... I Daniel Craig's character fucked it all up. Because he sucked up a lot of screen time Agreed. that should have gone be to it. the villains. Right. Like, that's one thing that Indiana Jones gets right. There's We don't focus on the, the villain's equivalent of Lara Croft. They frame him, and we understand him through his archetype, right? We don't need to have any character development on him because... His role is to be the bad guy pushing that part along. Cool. That's Daniel it. Craig? Right. Yeah, he's the evil Bond girl. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Hold on. If we're going to talk about Daniel Craig, we need to talk about his fucking atrocious accent <laughs> that offended the accent. shit out of me. If you want to go knives out, okay, yeah. If you want to do a foghorn leghorn, sure. But, like, he sounded like this weird nasally Jersey Mike shit, and I hated every He's like, yeah, Laura, I'll see you around 10. Yeah. Like, it was a weird 1930s American accent. Like, we don't talk like that. Just imagine being on set and having Angelina Jolie, the American, having that thrown at her all day, while yeah. Daniel Craig, the Brit, is having Angelina Jolie's Laura accent thrown back <laughs> at him. Yeah, no. <laughs> Tensions were high. I'm sure. How, I'm sure. How angry did those two leave? Because neither of those accents are good. I'm upset because specifically the temple scene when he's yelling at the people to, like, hurry up and get the swords out of the statue hands. and Like, that yelling took me to a 12 immediately <laughs> don't you ever raise your fucking voice at me in american english again daniel craig all right so this month is femme fatale month how does laura croft stack up as a femme fatale well it's funny you say she stack didn't kill up. anyone <laughs> oh, yeah. i wasn't gonna go there but yes i kind of had to it was just hanging in the air i chose that specifically oh yeah. my god so let's just talk about her boobs let's get it out there <laughs> We got to talk about her boobs Let's not for many reasons. The they weren't triangles. Yes, is famous for her triangle titties. Yeah. Horrible deviation from the video game. <laughs> Can't support it. Zero out of ten. Cancel. I was really hoping for video game accurate triangle titties. Come on. Yeah. No. At? So no video game accurate triangle titties. They did take Angelina Jolie's 119 pound stick figure ass up to a 36D. But not in a good way. Yeah. When you said you were bringing Tomb Raider, I was really hoping you meant the new reboot Tomb Raider that uses a slightly more realistic human model. And you didn't. It's 2001. Real women are out. They're <laughs> out. Yeah. 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 This. So her tits are super weird looking because they're big and there's something. They're misshapen. So there's a lot of volume on top of the titty. Yeah. Because I was like, what is going on? Is she wearing a nursing bra? They like, bloom. what is going on? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it almost looked like she put pasties like four inches north of her nipples <laughs> for an extra bump. I'm like, what is going on with her? Bo-? Like, I non-sexually stared at her boobs for a long time, Me and too. I wanted to sexually stare at her boobs. Right. But I was really just trying to like, this is how I know I'm not Laura Croft because I couldn't crack the mystery of her weird boobs in this. <laughs> It, just looking at the movie poster on the IMDb page, it does vaguely look like when you were a kid and your friend would like put two balloons inside their shirt yeah. and go, mm, I'm a lady. Like, I got mm. I'm a hot lady. Okay, which is worse, her boobs or her accent? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I want to say the accent, but. I also do because at least her boobs bounced while going down the stairs of that art museum. Yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> happened. They also bounced a fair amount when she's doing some classic femme fatale shit and she's for only reasons to have an awesome scene strapped to bungee ropes in her foyer and fighting oh, yeah, off yeah. the uh, the special ops that are breaking in. So I missed that scene the first viewing that was partly during my nap. and <laughs> That's my favorite scene in the movie. That was dumb and fun-ish, <laughs> I guess. It's very dumb, but also I love the idea that like she's preemptively had combat bungee ropes installed in her home at key points. Right. Cuz right. yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't? You have stupid amounts of money, girl, live your fucking childhood <laughs> dream. Yes, 100%. I have a trampoline room in this house mentally. And tell me there's there's nothing cooler than her like bouncing around the walls and the floor cutting down the people that are, are coming in from the ceiling and then the last guy running around him in a circle to wrap the rope around, get tighter, and then knock him out. Like, it's so over-the-top and campy. It, I, I don't know how you can't love it, Case. They thought about that one, and I'm glad. Yeah, and they don't spend any time excusing it. They never, like, try to tell us why any of this is here except, like, we thought this would be fun. Yeah, it just looks very cool. Yeah. And it looks fun, so we're going to do it. And I'm sure physics doesn't work in this sequence either, but no. I don't care. I enjoy No, it. not at all. Not at all. Get me a, a stripper from Florida. That's who Laura Croft should be. Okay. Well, it's funny you say that because there were a lot <laughs> oh of other names that came up for Laura Croft before they ultimately landed on Angelina Jolie. I think Angelina Jolie was a great choice. Yeah. But I want to say, who else was in this in this soup? Well, you know what? Uh, We're going to go to one that was just talked about. I don't know how far it got. But since you mentioned the stripper from Florida, um, Anna Nicole Smith's name was floated at some point. Was it really? Yes. But she could never be a brunette. Yeah. uh, The brunette wouldn't have worked. But hey, (laughs) she would have naturally been a little closer to the model, I guess. You are my (laughs) artifact. You like my mansion? Yeah, but I think we can agree uh, that would have been a train wreck, right? That's, that's oh yeah, a I want decision. it. God yeah, damn it, I want the Snyder cut with Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of a Tomb Raider. She fucked that old man. Oh my god, she's the perfect Tomb Raider. She'll take his pills. She'll take his money. She'll take his kids' inheritance. This is a very different Tomb Raider. Yeah. The ultimate Tomb Raider, Anna Nicole Smith. Yes. Fuck. R.I.P. Okay, who else we got? Like Dame okay. Helen Mirren. I want to see her bouncing around on those bungee cords. Another one that explicitly turned it down, Denise Richards. Which oh, my God. She'd be perfect. I, Ooh, yeah, okay. she would. I think for 2001... Mm-hmm. 
my brain would have broken. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, you pay for your ticket, you come in your pants, you leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're right. But how do you think you'd feel about it watching it, say, now in 2022, starring Denise Richards instead of Angelina Jolie? Okay, picture Denise Richards with a British accent. No. With her big Ooh. ass teeth. Yeah. Mm, I'm out. I'm out. Some Billy Piper shit. Yeah, I'm out. All right, let's get into the wild cards. Elizabeth Hurley? What? Yes. No. She's too serious. But She's yes. way... Well, no, she was a fembot. <laughs> yeah, she was a fembot. Elizabeth Hurley is I think not... she could have fun with it. <sighs> yeah. Maybe I just want to see it. Especially that, like, English socialite scenes at the start and end of the film. I think That's e- fair. Elizabeth That's Hurley would have done a lot better there than Jolie I did. I think that Angelina Jolie kind of loop it back to her tits and mm. this role. Mm-hmm. Her tits were crooked the whole time because <laughs> Angelina Jolie was... No, and I think this was an acting choice the second time around. She, yes, is she the femme fatale? Absolutely. But she's also very tomboyish. And they keep trying to get... So she always, like, had a shoulder hitch, which is why her tits looked crooked. But oh. she also, like, walked very mannish and, like, had like had a more masculine vibe about her. Like, I'm a tomboy. So I don't think that Elizabeth Hurley could have brought that tomboy energy. All right. Well, then how about a classic tomboy energy from the 90s, early aughts? Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was the Seth Rogen of her generation. Very much so, yeah. I think she just (laughs) had to be considered for basically everything. That's fair. And we're, we're... when was Miss Congeniality? Like, so yeah, it's Miss Congeniality, but with more shooting. Yeah, but with more shooting, which I don't think anyone I wants don't want that it. in their life. Nobody right? wants that. No. Thank you. Yeah, we've got a couple more. Like, it's just a very timely casting. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Kate Hudson. Jennifer mm. Love Hewitt's boobs should have starred in that role. <laughs> just that. Just her. Bo- she can't act. No. It's interesting how much of this list. Uh, coincides with a lot of ideas i had around 2001 uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, and legitimately none of these are ones i'm thinking like oh yeah that would be a great one to play lara croft like no it's just you're making a video game movie in 2001 running through names you think are going to appeal to a video game target audience in 2001 and they're fucking right and i hate it and you if got you me. want a great person who was legitimately in the military, heavy-breasted, and also a big star, B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. She was in the fucking army, man. I mean, I'd support it. Yeah. Angelina Jolie spent time learning how to handle firearms and doing some martial arts training <laughs> for the movie. So Not enough time handling firearms. She like you could tell she wanted to do the sideways like crip shoot, <laughs> but only like I'm gonna say forty five degree angle committed where I'm like, I don't know much about guns, but like I don't feel like that'd be good for your wrist. No, You're gonna get tennis yeah. elbow. I but, mean dual wielding isn't good for your wrist, but they right. were locked into that from the video games already. I right. think they hit a nice middle ground between, you know, it's not John Wick, sure, but it it looks good enough on screen. I agree. I agree. I think it. I think they pull it off. Yeah. Overall, I think I, I honestly, despite apparently every actress of the time being considered, I really liked Angelina Jolie in this. If you're going to do a too. classic Tomb Raider, 
classic with some hard fucking air quotes on it. <laughs> I think she was a damn good casting. Oh, okay. Let me bitch about something. Yes, Angelina was the star and she owned it. Yes. But John Voight is like second listed and he's barely in this movie. <laughs> barely in it. Okay. He's yeah. only in flashbacks. Thank God. Well, she he's also in the the time travel scene at the end, right? Where Lara time travels to him and has a conversation with him. Yeah, he he plays <laughs> Angelina Jolie's father in some blatant nepotism. <laughs> That led to a really confusing conversation between Casey and I. Oh my god! Because I'm. It was like, a who's on first situation. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I'm like, isn't isn't that her? Is is isn't John Voight related to uh, Angelina Jolie? She's like, yeah, she's his father. I'm like, uh, not Laura Croft, but Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's his father. Right? No, no I'm talking. He's her about- father, baby. That's how that's how lineage went. It's her dad. Yeah, but like not in the movie. I'm like, yeah. I mean, he wasn't really in real life much, but they're estranged. That's her Fun dad. Time. Fun time. And just like f- three, four times, I'm like, he, c- she came out of his dick. It's his. It's his. Okay. Okay. Also, I feel bad for thinking this, but like they didn't try to, and maybe I'm spoiled with K dramas and CGI, but like they didn't try to de-age him in any of the flashbacks. I'm like, a man that old should not be raising a child that young. <laughs> it's just not good. I'm so glad you brought up John Voight's character because- yeah, he's he's Lara Croft's <laughs> father. He's long since dead, and most of the plot is kicked off via him, uh, one hiding a clock in the walls that starts ticking, but then also him leaving like notes for Lara to find after he's yeah. been long dead and hidden Later. in riddles throughout their home. And I want to yeah. say, if that is in any way involved in your death planning, you have too much money <laughs> and time on your hands. This is why we need estate taxes. Right? I love, okay. So I love this whole trope of him sending a letter that's supposed to be delivered at a specific time well Ugh. after his death. Right? Like, I just think about the logistics of having to find someone to, to hold on to that or the mail system, right? Of, of getting it in a place where it sits and it's protected and it's fine for however many fucking years just to be delivered at the correct moment. Also, who's to say, the last time you saw your kid, she was 10. Who's to say she's still into this shit? You know what I mean? Like, maybe she discovered the dead and she's just traveling America following the dead. Oh, like, that would have been- she'd be like, what is a grain of sand is worth two birds in a bush? Great. And then just, like, fucked off and left. But you know what I mean? Like, also, like, it just annoyed the shit out of me of, like, we see her reading the letter and just do a voiceover and, like, keep doing stuff in the plot and continue this fucking movie because it's too long. But no, no, no. They take the time to just have him stare into camera, read it at us, which offended me because it also <laughs> reminded me of Blade Trinity of like the lady just like making her death tape for the night of like, if you find this, I'm already dead. I think the first time I went to Vegas alone, I may have had like wrote in like on the back of a napkin, like if I die make sure so-and-so gets this but like (laughs) damn yeah how often are you updating these in case of death posthumous escape rooms like (laughs) i don't know is this a rich people thing is this a british thing is this a john voight thing what's your maintenance schedule of your posthumous death riddle (laughs) seriously and like it's relying on messages written in particular books so like none of these this shit ever gets donated 
Right. Yeah. Timing. So, so part of the oh after she gets the, the letter, the the clue is that um, it's a quote from a William Blake poem, and she has to go find the book. And in the back of the book, there is an Illuminati symbol, and she cuts open the binding to find a letter hidden in that. Right? Like, what if she'd gotten rid of that? Like, she's like, ah, oh, fuck, I hate William Blake. I'm going to yeah. get rid of this. And, like, I could, I, I guess I can kind of buy that as, like, oh, maybe that was her dad's favorite poet or something. So she wanted to keep his copy of okay. or something. And, like, also, these are the type of rich that their books don't get donated to anything but, like, right. college libraries. They don't get rid of anything. They just build onto their house. We only donate to the pause at Cambridge. Oh, 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 no, we can't solve the riddle because that's on loan to the Louvre. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. I guess if we're fed up with the fake titties in this movie, we can have a real opinion about whether or not we would watch uh-huh. it again. So, Casey, I'm going to start with you. 2001's Tomb Raider, would you watch it again? Oh, man. Okay, so this movie was kind of chaos. We made it halfway through the second one before we realized it was the second one and we were watching the wrong movie. So I kept asking Jay, I was like, if it's the first one, why is why does it have like a subtitle, The Cradle of Life? Like, I don't know. I don't so know. while I'm trying not to watch the second one, I'm Googling. I was like, wait, James Bond isn't in this one. I think so. That was mistake number one. <laughs> Mistake number two was trying to watch it immediately after watching half the second one because I did pass out for like, I don't know, like 25 minutes the first time I watched this. Figured maybe I hate this movie because I missed something important. Turns out, no, I didn't. Um, This movie's terrible. It's not very fun. God damn, I wish we would have had Anna Nicole Smith as the Tomb Raider. (laughs) Um, Angelina Jolie does fine with the role. She's campy. She's always like hamming it up like I'm sexy smiling and I'm so smart and I've got boobs but I don't rely on them too much and I cuck my butler and it's just, you know like she does typical rich bitch shit so good for her but no I would watch the real oh. housewives of tomb raiding but I do not want to watch this movie again Dave how about you you've seen it you may have touched your penis to it 21 years ago he definitely did. but would you watch it again I have seen it. And you know what? Not only have I seen it, I have long remembered the Tomb Raiders as one of the better <laughs> video game movies. Oh, uh, fair. Which, fair. To be fair, is a very, sh- very shallow pit. <laughs> but I haven't gone back and watched them in a while. And I did realize uh, that I often am thinking of the second Lara Croft Tomb Raider movie. <laughs> been a long time since i watched the first one and yeah it uh, well i feel like it nails the video game elements it doesn't really nail having a a a great film around that and there's stuff that i like in it i i do think angelina jolie was great casting i just yes i was kind of bored with the film that they put her in like and the video game scenes in this felt like some legends of the hidden temple bullshit and not (laughs) like a legitimately threatening scenario so no, I'm I'm probably not gonna watch the original Tomb Raider again. I may give the second one a try, and I still gotta watch the new rebooted one with Alicia Vikander, Vikander, however you say that one. But I'll give that a shot. Jay, how about you? You you inflicted this upon all of us this week. So Angelina Jolie in 2001's Tomb Raider, would you watch it again? Aside from the bungee fighting scene that I love, it also I I also love the scene where 
uh, Lara Croft goes to the Illuminati um, church headquarters where they have chairs, and she has this this game of cat and mouse with the main bad guy about like who sits in this chair, and it's not you, is it? Right, and she gets the upper hand, and then he gets the upper hand by revealing that her father was part of the Illuminati, and it feels like it's the right kind of camp, and I absolutely love how it's executed. It's ridiculous and fun, and I wish that they would have had more of those two types of scenes in the movie. The rest of it feels disjointed, and it it just doesn't quite get into a serious action movie, and it doesn't quite get campy enough to be super ridiculous and have a ton of fun with it. So I want to watch it again because god damn Angelina Jolie looks good. I mean, I can't <laughs> can't deny that. But I'm not going to watch the first one again. I'm with you, Dave. I watched oh. half of the second one. I was having fun with it. I might go back and try the second one again. See what happens. I also now that I know that there's the new one, I'll I'll check that one out. But I guess that's it, guys. 0 out of 3 of us would watch Tomb Raider again. I'm curious if anyone in the audience has watched it and is willing to watch it again. What did we miss? Do you agree with our take on Angelina Jolie? Who would you like to have seen? Anna Nicole Smith? Anyone? Anyone? Oh, my God. That's the movie we deserve. Yeah. Casey, what do we have going on next week? <sighs> so we're going to do something a little less sexy, but still big old tittied. I am bringing One for the Money, starring Katherine Heigl. You remember her boobs in those scrubs in Grey's Anatomy? I know you do. Um, this is actually based on a book series by Janet Ivanovic, uh, and I think they were hoping, like, there's, like, 30 of these fucking books, and they're all number-based. So it's, like, one for the money, two for the show, blah, blah, blah. And I think they were hoping to, like, maybe start getting a Harry Potter franchise situation going, but I guess everyone hates working with Catherine Heigl, so it got scrapped, and this week didn't do well. So, so excited to bring that this week. So I don't remember if she has scrubs on in this, but I think maybe just leather jackets. So in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Throw us a bone on the Patreon slash shitty cinema or peepshittycinema.com. And check the show notes for those links if you missed all that. In the meantime, let's turn off the lights. Get in our bungee living room suit. Boy. And show everybody how the moon landing wasn't fucking real. <laughs> John Voight knows. Huh?